guys, welcome back to the Self Work Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Bundi, a psychiatrist and a wellness enthusiast. Thank you so much for um, returning. If you're a returning subscriber, if you're new here, welcome. We like to talk about mental health and wellness. Today's episode is really unique. I've never done an episode like this before. This is a dilemma episode. And this episode was inspired by you, those of you who follow me on my social media platforms, especially on Instagram. My handles are Dr. Underscore Vundi, for those of you who are not following me. You guys have been sending me some DMs, some pretty heavy DMs. You've been asking me questions. Dr. Vundi, what do I do about this? I'm going through this, what do I do? And to be honest, sometimes I'm not sure how to respond because I don't want you to think it's a consultation you get but i just got to the point where i'm like you know what clearly you guys want to engage me on that level so here we are but i'd like to issue a disclaimer even as i do this dilemma episode this is not a medical consultation please don't consider this as though you have seen a psychiatrist or a therapist if you are going through this particular dilemmas the people who sent me this please follow this up with an actual visit to a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Let's get right into it. So the first dilemma, should I resign from my current job in the private sector that pays three times what I'd be getting in a government job? So I'm guessing your dilemma is, should I stay in the private sector which pays three uh, times more than what you'd get in a government job? Now, I feel like this question doesn't have a lot of information because why are you considering quitting? Like what's wrong with the job that's paying you three times more? So I feel like there is more we need to, more information we need to get. But this is what I'd say. Whenever you're considering resigning a job, there are three things I encourage you to do. And I shared this on my Instagram and, uh, I'd like you to use this format if you're thinking about resigning a job. And I used this format, format myself three months ago when I quit a job. Um, so let's just get right to, into it. I call it the three P's of a toxic job or the three P's of resigning. So the first P is perception. Like you really have to just introspect and ask yourself, why do I want to quit? What are the reasons? Is it my boss? Like what, what's going on? Do a total 360 of why you want to quit the job. That's the perception part of it, right? Is it an emotion led thing? Like I'm just tired because if you're tired, is it that you need rest? Do you need a break? Do you need to go and leave? Like think it through and ask yourself this question. Why do I want to quit? Why? What's my job like? What has my job become? What are my colleagues like? What do I not like about this job? Am I the toxic person? Am I the toxic employee? You know, so perception. The second P is prioritize. Like what are your priorities at the moment? Because you know what? Resigning is fantastic. But guess what? Rent is due next week. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Your kids probably need their school fees paid. So prioritization is super, super important. List your needs, list your needs. I need to pay rent. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to finish my masters. I need to look at your priorities and your priorities will always guide you. They will tell you, okay, you know what? You're not ready to quit right now, you know, or your priorities will tell you actually you can quit because perhaps you have somebody who pays your rent. Perhaps you're, you have a side hustle that actually is 
um, that's supplementing your income so prioritize then the last P is plan plan so let's say you've done perception you've prioritized and you've realized okay I can't quit right now plan say that okay I can quit next year in January after I have saved after I have gotten rid of my debt after I have perhaps finished school my masters make a plan so i want to encourage you guys please don't quit before you've made a plan all right so i hope this helps the person who sent in their dilemma um, and i'd also like to say that when you're thinking about resigning something in you is telling you that you need to move so trust that gut feeling i'm not saying you suppress it listen to that because it's guiding you somewhere all right and even if you don't have all the answers listen to that voice that voice is telling you something all i'm saying is think it through don't just jump and then you end up somewhere where you're like broke without a plan and stressed out second dilemma tips to improve memory now this is um memory is a whole topic in fact maybe i need to do an episode on memory but there are a few things that you can do to improve your memory disclaimer this does not include people who have dementia so dementia once it has started you can't reverse it the only thing you can do is perhaps slow its progression right but a few things you can do number one is physical exercise now research has shown that moderate uh, aerobic activity helps to boost memory over time so we're not even talking like you become exercising for like one hour every day even taking a walk even taking a walk is really good for your memory um, even long term so for your parents who are aging please encourage them to be a bit, a bit active yeah second thing omega-3 and fish oils omega-3 and fish oils and this I'd like to say is something you need to start taking like yesterday your kids need to start taking it you need to start taking it your parents especially people with arthritis fish oils are fantastic but specifically omega-3 has been shown to be very very good for memory something else that's super simple and accessible sleep sleep is one of the most important things when you want to have a memory i don't know if you've ever gone through a period of time where you have exams um, and if you're reading so much and you're not getting enough sleep even the things you read in that last one week you realize you don't remember them as well as the things you read way back and that tells you that sleep is super 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 important in fact in the physiology of sleep um, there's a very big part of how like things in your subconscious um, are stored in your memory during sleep so especially if you're reading you're doing exams the, the trick is not to read two i mean to sleep for two hours trying to cram the whole night yeah you need to sleep so sleep is super important the last thing is to challenge your mind learn something new pick up an instrument um, for me one thing that really helped me with my memory is to to teach myself how to edit like i when you teach yourself a new skill you're challenging your mind crossword puzzles mental exercises um, chess all those kind of things in the long run help and even for people who have dementia those things also help them you know kind of keep their mind active so that's that number three um, how do you deal with a toxic employee <laughs> um, been there done that <laughs> 
toxic employee, I'd like to just first of all say that um, somebody who's toxic, sometimes they don't know that they're being toxic, right? So what I'd like to say is that the first thing is consider bringing it to the attention of this person before you escalate to HR or to the boss or to put a complaint. Um, consider having a conversation with this toxic person because sometimes people don't know that they are being toxic and um, sometimes you could be the person who helps somebody get out of that situation so I would say um, have a conversation with them but if this toxic co-worker or if this person is like your boss think twice before you approach them and say you know what I think you're toxic um, if it's your boss tread a little bit carefully um, assess your boss is it somebody who is open-minded because if they are not if they are a bully i would say do not confront them because it could put you in um in a tight spot if it's your toxic boss please look out for an episode that i'm just about to do about toxic um, bosses because this request i've been getting it a lot but yeah if you have a toxic employee just talk to them just talk to them i've been in a situation where um I, uh, the previous job I was in, I think I've talked about this before, I really didn't like my job. I was in a place where I felt stuck and I got to the point where I would always come to work late. I wasn't pulling my weight and one of my colleagues actually just mentioned to me, it was in passing, it was a bit of a joke like, hey, you're normally late and that thing, I was like, oh my God, I didn't, I didn't expect it, but I was so happy that she mentioned it to me because then I was like, okay, I need to come into work a little bit earlier because I'm affecting other people. So speak up in kindness and in confidence. Um, the next question, and this is the second last question, is about dealing with um, getting a no to a lifetime goal. So what I made out of this is that there is a lifetime goal you had and then it didn't end up working out you didn't end up getting that thing that you wanted i don't know if it's a job or if a lifetime goal so i'd like to tell you two things to anybody watching this who has been disappointed you had a goal and it didn't come to fruition or you you got you got a snag or you, you hit a bit of a a pause in terms of the things that you wanted you didn't get what you want I'd like to tell you something number one it's okay to feel your feelings it's okay to feel sad it's okay to feel bad so you don't have to immediately pick yourself up and be like you know what it's okay this didn't work out I need to be positive it's not always about being positive imagine be angry if you want to be sad if you want to all right take time to feel your feelings Secondly, delay is not denial. Delay is not denial. Just because you didn't get it when you thought you would get it or how you thought you'd get it, it doesn't mean it will never happen. So just keep telling yourself that, you know what, delay is not denial and it will eventually come. And the evidence of this is that the things that you have right now, you used to pray about them before, you used to wish for them and hope for them, and they came to be. So keep looking around at the things that you have as evidence that, you know what, I can't get there, it can't happen, it's just a matter of time. The last question is really, really heavy. In fact, this one really took 
like it took a toll on me i had to take some days to recover and i'd like to issue a trigger warning if conversations around uh, sexual assault are a trigger for you please end this video at this point there's no need to be triggered i'll see you on the next episode but if you're okay continuing let's deal with this last dilemma so um this person says how do you forgive your dead father who sexually abused you as a four-year-old heavy um i'd just like to talk about something before we even talk about forgiving this person who abused you i think the first thing you need to do is just know that you didn't deserve what happened to you and i'm so so sorry that that happened to you and the priority is to heal um, the priority is not to work on forgiveness the priority is to work on your healing so I'd like to tell you that the first thing that you need to do is to get into therapy take care of you heal from that trauma before you even think about forgiveness of this other person put yourself first and prioritize yourself all right the second thing is that there is no pressure to forgive anybody the thing is as Africans we are we are conditioned to think that forgiveness has to happen you know and if you don't forgive you're a bad person and in fact there's a pressure to show to demonstrate forgiveness i have to demonstrate that i have forgiven you by lending out a hand and waving the white flag the way that i see forgiveness is that it's very very internal it's an internal process so i don't have to show you that i've forgiven anybody it's it's for me to arrive at forgiveness but i don't have to demonstrate forgiveness by saying that you know i have forgiven this person if it is the funeral you're there at the memorial crying i don't think you have to demonstrate forgiveness right and that's one thing we have to reconcile ourselves with that forgiveness is for us it's not for other people it's not a a, a weapon it's not something that you weaponize okay um, and and it's an option you have the option to forgive this person or not I want to tell you that if you don't want to forgive him you don't have to and that doesn't make you a bad person it doesn't have to be that you forgive them and if you don't want to forgive them that's okay too okay and um, the thing about sexual assault is that especially when it comes from a family member is it's a very deep betrayal it's a very very deep betrayal and what i'd say is i don't encourage you to remain angry i don't encourage you to hold a space in your heart of anger and bitterness and pain but i want you to try and learn to live with it just try and learn to live with it and these are some of the things that we can teach you in therapy because there are some coping skills um, but you don't have to reach the point of i have forgiven them and um, as i as i wrap this I, as i wrap up the dilemma episode i just want to encourage us who are are at the point where we know somebody who has been sexually assaulted i want us to speak to these people and tell them that you know um there is help out there you can get healing please get into therapy let's encourage people to focus on their healing as opposed to telling them you need to heal by letting them go and forgiving them let's not put pressure on people who've been sexually abused to forgive their abusers 
heavy i know but it has to be discussed um i really do hope that this episode has resonated with somebody out there and i will be trying to do these every so often so if you've got any dilemmas feel free to reach me on my instagram dr underscore wundi email you know where to reach me guys you know comment section send me your dilemmas send me your comments let me know what you think about the dilemmas by the way in case you have other answers i'd love to hear from you guys and that's the end of our dilemma episode everybody thank you so so much remember to like share and subscribe and i will see you in the next episode bye